Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined today by Lloyd Griffith, the comedian. came in, didn't he? Chorister. Yeah. Um, goalkeeper. Grimsby Shin model. Fan. Shin model, as we discovered. Um, yeah, I, I was, wasn't quite prepared for that. <laughs> um, so Lloyd was telling us about his tour, talking a bit of football and uh, stag do's. Um, we also chatted to uh, the grandfather of uh, a nine-hour-old uh, little girl. Yeah. Uh, and he... She's a season ticket holder at Blackburn Rovers. Nine did, hours. Yeah, to get in there soon. Well, look, don't yeah. spoil the we'll story. We'll explain all. Um, and Rupert Bell joined us from quite an unlikely <laughs> destination. It, it shocked us. Yeah. He talked a know, bit of Villa. Spanish cuisine. And a bit of racing. Um, plus, we had a bit of a chat, didn't we? We did. We and, uh, you got point. in touch, etc. Here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. Uh, I don't know if you saw the four-four on Saturday. Big match of the weekend. I, I saw your I saw your equaliser goal. The Torquay were you playing? Yeah, Altrincham at home. Yeah, absolutely terrible first four half. Each. Second half, Paul. Four all. Yeah, it was incredible. What was the scoring? Tell us how the scoring went. It was two nil to them, and they right. should have been five nil up. Yeah, and I, and when it when they weren't five nil up, I thought well. If we've got a chance with anyone, we've got a chance with Gary in charge. Yeah. We came out, got an early goal, got another, 2-2, two, two, got another pull. It went 3-2 up, well, at we home. Took off our captain, who, who was moaning all the way off. But, right. you, know, you know, he's a really good player. Um, bought on, and he, uh, Tom Lapsley, the bought on, scored first touch. Wow. Oh, beautiful, 3-2. And they came back 4 to 4-3 wow. with one minute to go so we, it didn't feel like a defeat oh, then. and then we scored in the 97th minute which yeah. felt like a win because we are struggling at the moment but wow. Eastleigh away tonight Paul and you're going three points incoming I'll be there and uh, looking forward to it yeah but what a game I mean it was one of those games you go this is absolutely it was like sort of I can't say what I think it was like. Yeah. <laughs> just thought I was going to say what yeah. I think it was like, and I won't say it. But okay. Amazing game. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll say off air, and then I'll check if I can say it. People get, and then obviously coaches get very sniffy about that. You know, I'm sure uh, the Altrincham coach and Gary Johnson, they're all sitting there saying, well, you know, from a defensive point of view, no one likes to see a four or no. Like fans do. Yeah, loved it. Yeah. yeah. It's different to a four three as well because a, oh, yeah. a four three, you know, is, is some some skill somewhere, but a four all just feels like everyone's like messed up. Yes. <laughs> no one's done their job. We had a memorable one on their 125th anniversary where Tottenham found themselves 4-1 down at half-time to Aston Villa.
villa and they'd worn a special shirt just for the oh, evening and had an array of it was a Monday <laughs> night game I think and they had an array of like legends coming on the pitch yeah. and they all had to go on there at half time with their old mate Paul Coy and with Tottenham 4-1 down about to be embarrassed <laughs> on their anniversary <laughs> with a very Tottenham like special shirt's never a good sign is it no. it's like Arsenal in the black kit you know, remember it was a kind of light blue and white halves shirt it was a limited it, no. edition but they wore it and um and Tottenham came back and Eunice Cabal scored some mad goal at the end. It yeah. Limbs, as they say. Four, four all. all. But, oh. you, you know, it was it was tremendous. Yeah. We all love a four all. If you've got, I mean, this, a night of a thousand four alls. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I don't know, <laughs> it feels quite limited. Um, oh, we'll see. Now, the, the new Prime Minister, Rishi uh, Sunak, uh, is a Southampton fan. Is he? Yeah. His favourite uh, player as a boy was Matt Letizia. Interesting. And uh, the other things we've learned about him today is that uh, as a youngster, he had an addiction to Coca-Cola. Okay. And spent much of his, they say, spent much of his childhood at the dentist. I mean, that's probably <laughs> overstating it slightly. He now limits himself to just one can of Coke a week. A no, week? That's, that's when great, do you think it is? Great self-control. <laughs> what what oh. day? Albeit with a nearby aide reportedly carrying an emergency can. So it's always, if you ever fancy a can of Coke, look for one of his spads. I have an emergency one in the, in the car, Paul, in, oh. the, in the glove box. If I've got a long drive, so you, if you I'm, just if I'm need doing a, bit of a, a gig, caffeine lift. You know, I yeah. don't know if you've ever fallen asleep at the wheel, Paul. It is no fun. No, I, yes, I know exactly what you mean. Um, the other thing is, he always has a Twix for difficult situations. Oh. So I'd get yourself a lot of Twix in <laughs> over the next few months. <laughs> I'd basically parked outside the Twix factory. So uh, there we are, just something you may not Very have known nice. about the Prime Minister. Like uh, anybody ever seen him at a Southampton game? Yeah, I wonder. Have you, wonder. Uh, you ever wonder caught if he played? Wonder if he played as a kid. Caught him if you played against him, even better. Yeah, yeah. lovely. Yeah. Well, we've played MPs. Give it Sunak. We've played, <laughs> we've played MPs before. We had a yeah. game out on the pitch at the old building. You know, Andy Burnham when he was an MP turned out. So yeah. it was a mixed. Yeah, but that a few. There was another one we played against MPs, which was full of. Full of dirty ringers. Was, was there an uh, argument about what colour the kit was? I, I can't, do you know what? I think they wore a kind of they wore a neutral purple kit. They, kit. Found, they found a colour that made no difference. So Bra- a brown kit. Now, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Valt Fars, who plays for uh, Leicester City. Oh yeah, um, has been talking about life at Leicester, and uh, the Sun were telling us today that the fifteen million pound summer signing confessed he had not yet found time. Now, you only do this in a tabloid. If you don't feast on or tuck into, you munch on. Oh, lovely, yeah. You munch yes. on in the tabloid newspaper. He's not had time to uh, munch on the local curries, which are very good, of course, mm, in that part Very of the good world. in Leicester, yeah. Red Leicester cheese or Melton Mowbray pork pies. Instead, Fars revealed success has been handed to him on a plate by the club chefs. I haven't managed to try any Leicester's fame, you've heard that, but I do like <laughs> apple pie and custard. Day before a game. Well, I mean, the day before a game, not on the day of a game, I take it. At the club, they give it a day before the game, and I absolutely love it. So he's come over, he's come over here from Belgium, and he's become a convert to the oh, apple pie. And custard. What a 70s answer, isn't it? In the 70s, it would be on the day of yeah. the game, I like steak, chips, apple pie and custard. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> Black Forest Gatto. Put on the day. But I yeah, just wonder, okay. I mean... Look, well, Harlan does his lasagna, doesn't he? That's true. Dad's lasagna the night before. We're interested that sometimes when you play in the slightly lower reaches of the game, you, I mean, I, I would imagine Brendan Rodgers will not let him tuck in too munch on or feast on apple pie and custard at one o'clock on a... Saturday, no. if they're kicking off at three. But um, you can get away with what you like at your level if you're playing 
you know, power league or turning out on a Saturday uh, or a Sunday. So what have you tucked into, oh, munched yeah. on or feasted on? Pre-match, um, just the, the very worst yeah, a examples. A quick breakfast is probably... Uh, well, sometimes when you've been asked to turn out late, so you've probably gone out, you've had a Sunday dinner and they've said, oh, we've got power league booked for three oof. o'clock, Tone, can you make it? And you think, oh, it's weighing a bit heavy, a couple yeah. of pints in. So you get yourself down and you try and play on it. I so. discovered I was gluten intolerant, Paul, because I went surfing after I'd had uh, pasty and chips really and a pint of pear cider right uh, and if you want to hear the rest of the story come and see me live because <laughs> I can't say it out loud it, on air it sounds like it was quite an ugly business <laughs> it wasn't at least you're in the sea that's one way of looking at it the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast Abduin uh, Truro says because oh, yeah. uh, we asked um, about files of Leicester City uh, has really taken to apple pie and custard not necessarily pre-match we are uh, you know playing a bit fast and loose with this but the day before he tucks in, munches on, Love feasts apple, on. Yeah, well, um, got to get your sugar and your carbs. What's in an apple pie, Paul? Everything, isn't it? Yes, yeah, all there. Your sugar, your your carbs, yeah. your fruit. Do you need fruit? I think I, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a sports nutritionist. Depends what you have in the apple pie. You know, people have some people have ginger in the apple pie. Yeah, I don't I know how the Leicester it. chef makes it. We'll try oh, and get him on. He's getting, he's getting the recipe. Well, it's gone down well without Fars, who's, who's not trying anything else. No other local delicacies. But as okay. a footballer in Cornwall, says Abdu in Truro, um, we used to have numerous, sorry, numerous Cornish pasties. Oh yes, uh, before the match, well, they eat uh, down often there. washed down with a can of Red Bull. Oh, lovely, that's lovely pre-match. The, the traditional yeah. way. Yeah, that's right <laughs> down those. Yes, we once had a. Kickoff delayed as an opponents got stuck in traffic. So a couple of our players ran up the road and came back with six pizzas as our pre-match meal. <laughs> Nobody's saying in these whether they won or lost straight afterwards. That's fairly key, of course. Well, the, the five-a-side game I play on a Monday night didn't play last night. It's half term. Um, uh, it kicks off at nine. Paul, when oh, do you yeah. eat? When do you eat? That's, yeah, I know what you mean. If it gets off too late, you want to have something light. When am I supposed to eat? I don't want to have two dinners. So well, I do. It? I do want to have two dinners. Charlie, two dinners. <laughs> First, what but, do you do? Yeah. Just have a light tea. Okay, a very you light tea. Hungry. I, eat, I eat with me six-year-old daughter about five, six o'clock. Okay, what you have? Just... Smiley faces and, and yeah, yeah. spaghetti hoops, dear. <laughs> nice, fantastic. <laughs> anyway, um, talking to kids and football, oh, yeah. I mean, you occasionally do see people with babies, don't you? They have their little ear protectors on. Very young kids, yeah. want to take the baby along, and it's nice because yeah. it's, a, oh, it's their first match. He's only... Yeah. Seven, eight, nine, more for ten, the dad's benefit. Ten normally, months old. She's only a year old. This is her first match. It's lovely. It's yeah, a lovely, lovely thing. As long as you, you're careful and say the old ear protectors on. Now nine, nine hours. Yeah. Can you make a decision about who you want to support in nine hours? <laughs> I think it's quite difficult. So it gets taken out of your hands. Uh, Andrew Maxfield, Blackburn Rovers fan, and as soon as his granddaughter was born, um, that's what he did. Nine hours straight onto the club season ticket. Priorities, Paul. Uh, good afternoon, Andrew. Hi, uh, you alright, guys? Yeah, we're good, Andrew. Yes, I mean, this is that. Was this always the plan? You were thinking, right? That, as, as soon as the baby's born, uh, I'll be, I'll be straight onto the uh, ticket office. Uh, well, it's the first grandchild, and oh. like uh, my daughter, the uh, Georgia's mum, uh, like she'd been a Blackburn fan, and she used to go with me. And uh, but the uh, Georgia's dad was a Man United fan. Oh, oh dear! You had to get in there quickly. You felt. Wow. Well, yeah, because, you know, like, even, like, you know, your children, your grandchildren, you have to guide them down the right path. <laughs> it's true. You yeah. know, on the wrong path, they're going, like, to Man United. You know, I thought, I thought, <laughs> really couldn't have that. So I thought, straight away, at 9 o'clock, I'll, uh, I'll get onto the, uh, onto the website. Yeah. And, and you can, I suppose you can try and repair the mistakes you've made with your own children. <laughs> but then, like, you know, on social media, we've had, like, uh, a few people, like, make negative comments in relation to, you should let the child, like... Uh, 
Better your own choice in life. That's rubbish. Uh, when it comes to football, they <laughs> don't listen to them. They're talking nonsense. Well, the, the, the thing is, like you know, when they grow up, she might not like football. Yeah, mm. she might choose somebody else. But as long mm. as she doesn't support Burnley, I'll be happy. Well, yeah. I just, see, that. I don't know with totally that. Wrong. I've often cited this. A mate of mine uh, is Evertonian. His boy lived in London. He was surrounded by Tottenham, Arsenal, Chelsea fans, or Man United, Liverpool. And uh, he came home one day. Said, "I want to be a Tottenham fan, Dad." So. My friend sat him down and he said, right, they went onto the Everton website, said, now this is the Everton, this is the new Everton kit, this is the Everton tracksuit, yeah. oh, this is all you know, and Dad goes to Everton, you know, Dad goes to Everton on the train with the Everton Lovely, supporters yeah. club in London, I go up to the Selling magic, go and, see, uh, go and see Nan and Grandad, oh, yeah. see all your aunties, and he goes up there, gets treated, get all the stuff. But of course, if you support Tottenham, then none of this will happen. <laughs> You will never be on the train with Dad. You will never have the new Everton kit. You'll never have the new Everton. And he's, and you won't that, see your nan and grand. They'll turn their back on you. And so he said, OK, Dad, I'll be an Everton. And he's a, he's a fierce Everton fan. He goes to games, a proper Everton fan. So I think tough love at this stage. Okay. And you're absolutely spot on. You've done nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, and like, say, you know, I've always sat in my same seat since the ground's been redeveloped. And like, say, my daughter, like, say, George's mum, like, she sat in that seat where George has now got. And her auntie as well, she sat in that seat. So it's like, it's been that family seat. Yeah, mm, exactly. Yeah. You know, what so. did the club say when you said, uh, can we just get an age on uh, Georgia? And you said nine hours, or probably <laughs> by that stage, about 10 hours. Yeah, well, actually, it said she could actually come in free. Uh, children under. Two years old because coming three uh, coming uh, for, for nothing like mm-hmm. no, but she'd obviously be sat on your knee. But yeah. like I want because it was all season ticket holders around me, and I wanted I knew the seat next to me was a vacant seat, so I wanted that seat uh-huh. so I should grow up, so it didn't disappear to somebody else. Otherwise, I'd have to to move, like you know. So yeah, very uh, nice. Very but then, nice. like I've lodged it with uh, Guinness to see if it's actually a record for being the youngest uh, uh, child with a season ticket. Yeah, and do you, have you heard back yet? Uh, well, uh, they take about three months, aren't they? But they, I couldn't find a, a particular record. I couldn't find the record, so I've set a new one with them, and they've agreed that it could be a new record, but they just oh. need to, to verify it. So it's a sort of mad thing they do in yeah. South America. Should have said one hour. He should have said one hour. We'll ask Tim Vickery. We'll ask Tim Vickery. <laughs> doing it from just outside the maternity. Is she born yet? Right, <laughs> get straight onto the club. Pretty he, great start of the season. Yeah. Oh, you second, thirty points, just behind. Uh, just behind uh, QPR on goal difference, played one more game as well, but a uh, pretty good yeah. start. Yeah, like, you know, we've got, like, uh, our big derby game coming up soon as well, like, against Burnley, so that should yeah. be uh, very interesting. They're, in, they're getting pretty good, Nick. They had the big fight back the other day, didn't they, from 2-0 uh, uh, down, so it's, uh, it's that should be a cracking game, that. It's a bit yeah. worrying, but it's doable. Yeah. I, I'm happy if that's our first draw. Yeah. <laughs> the, um... So, uh, when would you, I mean, you, when did you first take your daughter? What age would you say is the ideal age to start uh, taking kids to games? Not, certainly not nine hours. No, no, because, like, um, where I sit, like I say, it's all season tickets. So, when mm. my daughters were growing up, I used to take them, I think there was about four, but I used to take them to away games initially because, like, I couldn't get them a seat next to me. Mm. But then, uh, like I say, yeah, it was about four years old. But, you know, she might go, like, Georgia might go uh, earlier because. The, the the seat that she has, I can upgrade it to an adult and I can fetch my daughter and she can sit her on her knee. Yeah, I think yeah. she's waiting to see if you get promotion. Yeah. <laughs> she's think, she'll go if it's the Premier League. Otherwise, it'd be Manchester United, won't it, really? It's, it's always that option. Oh. The dad's good. There's going to be a pincer. The dad's going to, you know, your son in law's well, going to start yeah, working. What, what on baby it. grows have turned up? What bibs have turned up? Yeah, that's. Well, true. yeah, we've not had that, but he has been sending me pictures of her. Uh, 
sat in arms watching Man United on TV. Yeah, this is going to this is, you're, yeah, you're, this the is the is long game. You've had, this is the first skirmish in a long war. I sense <laughs> you buying that fifty yeah, quid but, ticket. But in my defence, she was asleep. And yeah. I thought that said it all. Yeah. I think we'll ask the listeners today, if you found yourself in this situation, Andrew, as we a grandparent, parent, whatever, and there's a split, there's a football split in the family, how did it pan out? What did you do to try and get in their early doors? Yeah. And how did it... I mean, Andy's grandkids, Andy Jacobs' grandkids, uh, is, is, uh, his son's Chelsea, obviously like okay, him, yeah. his uh, daughter-in-law's Arsenal, big Arsenal, proper yeah. Arsenal, goes to games. Mm-hmm. So um, the firstborn was claimed... From the Arsenal side. Okay. Um, or is it the other way around? Mm. I think... But anyway, basically, one's Arsenal, one's Chelsea. And that's the way it's been decided. So maybe I just have to have some more kids and you can and you can work on None of them out. Brentford yet. No, no, no Brentford. No, 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 no Brentford as yet. could be Brentford. <laughs> uh, before we let you go, though, you have you, you are something... A, a lawnmower enthusiast. You've, you've set, have you set a few records oh, on fantastic. those as well? Um, yeah, I have... Uh, I've got the fastest time between uh, John O'Groats Land's end on a ride on lawnmower. <laughs> what sort of mower? How long, how long did it take you? It was five days, 8 hours and 36 minutes. Wow. And boy. it had a top speed of uh, nine mile an hour. It was, oh. uh, it was a John Deere, uh, like John Deere uh, sponsored me to do it. Like you know, so. And were you, were you, what was I the did. route? Motorways or A-roads? What was no, the route? No, it was all on uh, Motorways. <laughs> <laughs> Holding you up down the M6. Well, it was on carriageways, which was like proper, like more or less. Like motorways, yeah, like you know, yeah. when you got like wagons flying past you and uh, yeah. and whatever you like, that was a bit scary. And what other but, records do you hold, lawnmower wise? Uh, I've got another one which was uh, pushing a lawnmower round Ewa Park. So right. I did that in 24 hours, and I covered I think just over 92 kilometres. <laughs> okay. so, All with a charitable angle, I'll take miles, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was. I did it for Alzheimer's Society. Oh, uh, my dad had Alzheimer's. He passed away in. Uh, uh, 2018, like you know, so I did it for that. We raised so far, like just short of 15,000, like you know, so brilliant. There we are. Do you have a roller on the back? Do the nice stripes or <laughs> do it? What well, no. he did, if you've gone Land's End one way, then Johnny Groat's on the way, yeah, and do yeah, it on the way lovely, back. You'll get a lovely stripe. <laughs> We've got a lovely stripe. <laughs> yeah, it, was actually, it was actually easy if I'd have gone the other way from Land's End to, uh, to Johnny Groat's, but I thought it was because I thought I set off from Tox, I thought it'd be downhill, but it's, <laughs> no, it's not. No, <laughs> it's downhill this half, lads. Well, uh, congratulations to you as a granddad, and we look forward to seeing Georgia at uh, Ewood Park. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks very much. Cheers, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Andrew Maxfield there, nine Lovely. hours old, his daughter is now season to old at Blackburn Rovers to, to ward off the Manchester United supporting son-in-law. Your very similar stories of how that family split worked, how do you manage to claim a member of the family, the, the, the stuff you did, as well as those pre-match meals, that'll get, keep you busy today. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TS. H and J. Mm. I don't think our next guest had a well guest. I call him a guest. He's our, our cricket correspondent. He had a great yeah. deal of choice about being a Fulham fan, <laughs> um, but he has ju- just witnessed a fairly mean uh, final over from Sri Lanka, which has given him a bit of a chance against Australia, John. I tell you what, Paul. I was the only Fulham fan in the playground. My family all from Fulham, but um, I grew up in Tooting, mm. and uh, oh, it was bleak. I mean, <laughs> I, re- I remember, I mean, it was the 80s, okay, yeah. so Tottenham was a big cup team, Liverpool was a big league team, and um, I remember going back to, my ha- back to my house and saying to my dad, you know, is it, is it possible to, that I can support two teams? Mm. You know, I can support Fulham at home, and mm. I can support someone else at school, and... <laughs> 
and he just said no. That's it. Tough love, John. It was tough love. It's you're doing, doing, you're doing more the same thing person. now. You're doing yeah. more, as a dad, you're, you're, you've carried that on, that great tradition. Absolutely. Franklin, um, is growing, my son, is growing up a mile from Sellers Park. Mm. Fulham fan all the way. Good lad. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We did ask you off about Fars loves a bit of apple pie and custard since he moved to uh, Leicester. Um, and uh, there's a lovely one here from Reese. He says, um, I once had a KFC in the clubhouse two hours before kickoff. <laughs> the manager saw it and resigned on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> he returned to management last week after a five-year break. So what about this? The, the idea that a manager, he saw one of his players just tucking into the Colonel's finest. There's nothing I can do. And just walked away, walked away from the game. <laughs> it was the line in the same moment. What was the bit That's that broke good. you? Thank you. In my For, 20s, I played a Sunday, uh, game Sunday morning after I'd had a couple of pints post-game before going to the afternoon game via McDonald's. <laughs> don't think I could do it now, says Steve. I don't think so. No, I'm sure, I'm sure not. It. Thank you, Steve, for that in Kent. So, we, um, we had, yeah. we had uh, uh, David John Smith's been on. He said, to, for you to ask me the population of Truro, we just had the people yeah. who had pasties before. That is, of course, a reference to when I won on House of Games, Paul. I don't know if you remember that when I yeah, won on House I, of I Games. I think you've mentioned it once or twice today. A, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> today. Suitcase. I like uh, the fact that, I mean, obviously Richard Osman's done it deliberately and his team, but I do love the fact that the trophy is the kind of, like the GTI section <laughs> of a trophy shop and or a very, very good yeah. um, shoe repair shop that also does trophies. It's, yeah. a, it's like a proper Sunday morning cup trophy, isn't it? Perhaps we need to, um, to, to get my mind, sharpen my mind for the birthday spread. Perhaps we need a trophy. Do you think that's what it is? The, the, if there's each a prize, week, if there's someone a prize has at it. the end of it. Maybe that's what it is. Just like we I'm just hand ca- over a trophy. Not, maybe not caring enough. Shall I keep it at home initially or <laughs> just bring it in on the odd if occasion? If you win it seven times, yeah. you get to keep it. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see. Uh, we won our local cricket league this year by uh, halfway through the final game of the season. One of the players had themselves a ce- celebratory lager at half time, dropped two dolly catches and fell over twice. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, our, our good friend Perry Groves, when he keeps wicket for the Bunburys, where the helmet would normally sit, you know, if you hit the helmet five oh, yeah. runs, yeah. where the helmet would normally sit behind the wicket keeper, Perry has uh, uh, four Cronenbergs. Oh, lovely, yeah. And yeah, uh, we yeah. offer it, if it's the Cronenberg, is five runs. This is when he decided to, to start. Giving, doing a lot of chirping to Jamie George in the game against Saracens. And we reminded uh, that Jamie might look like a big lad, yeah. but he's about four times as quick as you are. Yeah, he'll, so, catch you. he'll catch you, Perry. Even yeah, though yeah, you're yeah. a winger, Perry. You're a big man, but you're out of shape. I but, suppose, uh, anyway. uh, yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, I quite, we were just talking about that um, Land's End of John O'Groats record. Have you ever done a, any Land's End of John O'Groats, Paul? I've been Walked to Land's End and John O'Groats, yeah. but not in one fell Land's swoop. End's disappointing, isn't it? Is there a more... Well, I used to have an uncle who lived in Penzance. We used to go down there. I mean, it's basically just the end of something, isn't it's it? It's a long way. John O'Groats I liked. Yeah, I've never been there. Oh, never very been nice. There. Yeah, I've, yeah. Been, um, I've got a good photo of my son to show you at John O'Groats. Looking uh, really uh, at Land's End. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you. Anyway, um, I quite fancy that re- having a go at that record. He just You've said, got friends in the mower business. In the mower you? business. You're well connected. Land's End of John O'Groach. Do you think Talk Sport would... It's not Patrick Mower, is it? <laughs> from Emmerdale. They badge up a... Uh, talk Sport on a badge up a ride-on mower? Yeah. I'd give it a go, Paul. You could do shows from each individual point, couldn't you? Well, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? On the way, on, on on nine mile an Charlie hour. Baker. Surely to beat it, you'd only need one that did ten mile an hour. Yeah. And that would be how you'd beat the record. No, I don't know how you'd beat the record. Okay, well, though, look, we'll leave that with you, Charlie, yeah. because obviously we've <laughs> got a new it. Prime Minister. Oh, yeah, and of course, quite there's a lot news all sorts. Yeah, about, yeah, sure. We'll leave that with you. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hold up. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Really interesting piece by uh, Jim White. Uh, not our own Jim White, but the excellent journalist, Manchester United fan Jim oh, yeah. White, writing for The Telegraph about Rock of Gibraltar, the horse, infamous horse, really. Uh, and a great horse as well. It's not forgetting, purely in racing terms, but it reached in for me because of the ownership battle between Coolmore and Sir Alex Ferguson. And Jim writing a piece today saying how the club's history was shaped by that fallout and the horse. Um, and uh, joining us now, Rupert Bell. Uh, good afternoon, Rupert. Good afternoon. Welcome to Dunkin' Donuts Granada in Spain. Oh, Dunkin' Donuts Granada. <laughs> You're right, Rupert. Well, You've been at the old red wine. You've been on the floor. The sangria. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I promise you, that's where I'm talking to you from, um, because um, I thought I was—I uh, I thought I was going to be talking about a, a Spanish flavour of Unai Emery, but obviously I've gone Rocket Gibraltar to start with. Yeah. But as you know, I love a forecourt, I love a, a strange location, so I've offered you Dunkin' Donuts, Granada, as my place of broadcast this wow, afternoon. Hey, beautiful. This, you're working, I take it. What, what event? What event are you at, Rupert? What are you witnessing? Uh, is it show jumping, I take it. Is it? Um, no, what am I doing, actually? Um, I'm on holiday. Oh, oh OK. All right. All right. Oh, it's very good of you. It's great. Nice. Oh, so I thought it was well, the Dunkin' Donuts Arena, Granada, and you were watching it. It's nice that you like the local cuisine, Rupert. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. That's right, Rupert. I mean, they do some really nice food in Spain, Rupert. <laughs> the paella, the Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, you can... Yeah, I, know, I know they're known in that part of the world for the Dunkin' Donuts, so maybe it's a local delicacy. Anyway, let's just move on um, yeah. to uh, Rocky Gibraltar. And as I say, before it was infamous, it was a great horse, a famous horse and a brilliant horse and a, a winner of many Group 1's leading races. But so that was all kind of slightly overshadowed by what went on with uh, with Coolmore and Sir Alex. Yeah, it, it, the horse won the 2,000 guineas. He was a top-class horse. He was a really tough... He was sort of almost steeped in a sort of Sir Alex Ferguson sort of mould. He, he, he had a never-say-die attitude to his racing. But yes, this fallout over the breeding rights caused a lot of friction, you know, and because Sir Alex Ferguson, we know it, loves his racing, but he fell out with the Coolmore team, who are the sort of big powerhouses in the breeding, 
and that as a result, um, it, it, it became really quite uh, nasty at stages uh, and the court battle. So Rock of Gibraltar, infamous for that reason, but he was a brilliant horse. There's yeah. no two ways about it. But clearly, the sort of fallout from that was um, with the, the fact that the Cornwall team had been involved in Manchester United. It, it changed the whole complexion because of, of the breakdown of, of who thought had what breeding rights following the uh, retirement of Rock of Gibraltar. And they sold their shares ultimately. I mean, they look, the shares could have been uh, sold yeah. in other ways, but they did sell their shares to the Glazers. And here we are today. Mm. Indeed, and um, not many people aren't happy with that, but clearly Rock of Gibraltar was part of where we've ended up today. And uh, so while he was 23, I think he had a pretty good time at stud, but clearly he will be probably his infamy uh, in, in terms of his post-racing career and what it's done for the sort of shape-up of, uh, of Manchester United. Well, clearly it's all down to Rock of Gibraltar. Who'd have thought a racehorse could have been responsible for bringing the Glazers into Manchester United? Mm. Well, what, gla- what glaze are you going to go for in um, Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, um, I don't know. I'll have to ask my American wife because, of course, Dunkin' Donuts, my wife does come from Boston right. and uh, they were founded. And I'm looking at a sign that says 1950. <laughs> Mr. Bill Rosenberg was responsible right. in Quincy, Massachusetts for a Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, so, yeah. he's, his, his legacy has gone far and wide. And yeah. here we are. In, um, After uh, some free in, ones in, now. In, if you fancy yes, a nice, indeed. if you fancy a nice drive up the coast for a few hours, you can go and ask the Villa Rail fans what they make of while you're there. What they've made of Unai Emery? Yes. I think they're sorry to see him go. He did a very good job for them. Uh, maybe a feeling that he'd taken them as sort of far as he could. He Won needed a, a new challenge. Uh, so, as a Villa fan, how are you feeling about uh, Unai Emery? Because you've been linked to Amarim at Sporting and one or two other people. But how are you feeling about? Because after what happened at Arsenal, there may be some slightly underwhelmed Villa fans. I don't know. Unfairly. You might say. Well, I think there does seem to be feeling this is one heck of a good appointment, but he's got stuff to prove. His time outside Spain has not been that successful wherever he's gone. And obviously, Arsenal, from a British perspective, is the most high profile of it. But I tell you what, they didn't half move quick, um, you know, um, once they got rid of um, Steven Gerrard. And I have to say, watching the last few performances, um, it, it was desperately disappointing. And then Aaron Danks comes in and transforms the team. So if he can keep that momentum going and it will ease into the sort of World Cup period where we won't have many players going away to the World Cup if you look at our squad. So he will actually have a decent time to work with his new set of players. So fingers crossed when he starts on November the 1st, we got a couple of games against Manchester United, one in the Carabao Cup and then in the league before we go to the break. So he will then have a chance to put his own stamp on it. But he, what he saw last weekend, and I hope he will have been encouraged about, as all Villa fans were, because that performance um, transformed the mood of the whole place. I wasn't there. I was just having to watch it on uh, from another bar in Spain. Um, so um, this, so I, all I can say is it, I couldn't believe what I was seeing last Sunday. And I'm excited as anyone now mm. that if you know, Emery can bring out the best, then happy days. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, fifth, eighth, and a cup final he got for uh, Arsenal. You'd take yeah. that, wouldn't you, Rupert? Uh, I definitely would. Um, <laughs> after the rubbish we've watched for the last... I mean, I had every match since the start of this season has been desperate. I mean, we had a flattering draw against Manchester City, but apart from that, it's been pretty turgid stuff until last weekend mm. when 
you know, the gloves came off and you could say, well, why didn't the players do it before? It's all about leadership from the top. And if the players are motivated by the leader, whatever you think, they ain't going to perform. Apparently he's kept up his English and uh, because he knew he'd be back one day because he enjoyed working in the Premier League So because um, he took a bit of stick for that. So so that's not going to be an issue. So I think potentially... Yeah. Say, whenever you get people coming back, managers, players with a point to prove. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, Rupert, we'll let you crack on. All the Orient fans will be delighted you've given Dunking Donuts so many questions. <laughs> uh, so many uh, you get some mentions, should out, I say. Right? said it yeah. loud enough. So enjoy your holiday and we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks very much. Look forward to that. There we are, live from Dunking Donuts. He's always in somewhere, isn't he? He's always somewhere a bit shady. Yeah. Oh, we went to Granada. We found this lovely little place for lunch. Yeah, yeah. And we went in. It was it was Dunking Donuts. Dunking Donuts. It was, <laughs> it was Dunking Donuts. And honestly, it was fantastic. Yeah, we love the amount of yeah. as many donuts you could eat in a big box. You won't find it in many of the food guides in this part of the world. It's, it's a little tip for you, a little secret tip. Coffee, it does donuts. It was, and I've, we've never seen one. It's a chain, mate. It's a what? It's a chain, mate. It's thousands of them, mate. Really? Great, isn't it? It's just yeah. uh, very funny. Dunking donuts, Rupert. He's great. Isn't he? Such they a do foodie, se- isn't he? Such see, a foodie. They they do often. They sell them in they sell them in garages sometimes. Yeah, do, so that's yeah, why yeah. he's drawn to it because of his forecourt. Yeah. Uh, experience there we are Rupert Bell live from Dunkin Donuts in <laughs> in Granada I d- honestly did think it was the Dunkin Donuts stadium and he was watching oh, yeah, dressage because yeah, he often reported yeah. does works on that you know but it wasn't it was just stuff in his face the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast joining us now uh, is comedian goalkeeper Grimsby Town fan Lloyd Griffith good afternoon Lloyd good afternoon thank you very much for having me messing about with his headphones well, th- th- this one only has one ear working yeah. and I'd like you in right? surround sound oh that's good that's <laughs> good to hear. Now, you are going a pretty extensive... Sorry, Thomas Dolby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very extensive. There's one for the teenagers. Also, good to hear. Well, literally, I am now. Good to hear. <laughs> yes, good to hear, yeah. We're all working. You're going, you're going on an extensive tour at the Ooh. start of next year, aren't you? Oh, one ton far of, too big. One ton of fun. Far too big. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm um, this is the first tour since a few years back. I, well, I started the first one in 2020, oh, right. and then there was a big 18 month gap because you know what's it's you know and, uh, mm-hmm. what's so it's yeah as yeah. they call it and, uh, what's it's 19 I think it was called <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> technically Dick, um, yeah I think I could catch on <laughs> okay <laughs> come on so the stuff's better than that in the show anyway so I'm going out um, <laughs> so you want to qualify that now so tired um, I've seen him. I've just, <laughs> I've just come back from a stag do in Porto and I'm broken. Um, no, it's, so, just, it's a young man's game, that. So anyway, it starts end of January. One ton of fun going around uh, the country for two months. In in all, like, everywhere, you Lovely. know the places I'm doing it. Yeah, I mean, so. well, everywhere in the country. Yeah. And how how is the ton manifest itself? Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? Like, like, like are you the ton? Or do I you am weigh the ton. A, you uh, yeah. weigh a ton, do well, you? I don't weigh a ton, but... <laughs> I'm, that's the, well, that's the joke, is that, you know, oh, I'm a... Oh, I'm it's a, a joke? Yeah, oh, I'm a, okay, okay. Oh, here we right. go. Oh, where's Andy? Anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> essentially, it's me just being a, a fat idiot for... Two-ton Tessie O'Shea. You ever seen two-ton Tessie O'Shea? Yeah. She's fantastic. If you can Google two-ton Tessie she's, O'Shea. She's not working now, don't no, worry. No. She's not going out on tour with two-ton of fun. Two-ton Tessie O'Shea used to play the uke and sing. She was a she Yorkshire was a, woman and... In the days absolutely, when the world all around yeah, 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 yeah. She would come on and she'd sing. She was, a, she was an actual bundle of fun. Yeah. 
She okay. was a, yeah. she was a staple on British TV before you were born. And, like, and, and America, born. she went and did all the big American shows and as well. She'd, she a, was she'd huge. just whip out a ukulele yeah, and team. she'd turn around. Why don't you come hold Bill Bailey? Yeah. Honestly, well, if you don't want to come and see me on tour, just stay and watch YouTube. That sounds amazing. Somebody who's a whole ton heavier. Yeah. And can play the ukulele as well. It's just an option for so, you. When I was growing up, my mum and my aunties were quite fat and they used to get called the Weather Girls. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's raining <laughs> men. It's raining men. Okay, yeah, and yeah. They'd, they'd come stomping down the road. <laughs> I'm not sure if your mum listens to talk sport. I think she's more of a um, Times Radio kind of guy. Yeah, not. Right, yeah. Um, anyway, so they'd come stomping down. Oh, the Weather Girls. Hey, it's raining men. Hey. Yeah, yeah. And then the Weather Girls were actually called Two Tons of Fun. I'm not sure if you're aware yeah, of that. Yeah, they were. That's they were called, oh, yeah. 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 So yeah. that was the one thing. And then me and Rob Becky went... like this. What a me, tune that me is. Me and uh, Rob Beckett went on holiday, uh, Menorca 2012, mm. and there's a lady doing all the hits of the divas of the last however many hundred years, yeah. and she was called A Ton of Fun. And I just liked the fact that she was there, just, she was just, yeah. Uh, yeah. everyone was having fun. I was like, I'd love to come on my show, One Ton of Fun. You've so spelt that's it, it really. uh, T-O-double-N-E, you've gone down yeah. that route. Oh, is, is that, that wrong? Well, no, not necessarily. I mean, mm. often the tongue can be spelt just with a one N. Yeah, or T-U-N. Yeah. Well, I mean, I might have made a mistake on the post. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a, t- a ton, name. of course, is a drinking thing, isn't it? That's a that's a barrel yes. of, barrel of booze. And all, yeah, yeah, and a, you know, I'm a barrel of laughs in a way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Thinking barrel. on his feet here. Yeah, I yeah, thought of that until now. Is, is the crowd went. Where, where are you from, sir? What's your name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you do for a living? So, but, so, so I'm really excited after coming yeah. on here now. <laughs> It's interesting, you're coming on a stag do, you're coming back from a stag do, it is because as you get older, you'll realise, I mean, that thing is, I often we often go away with the guys we play football with or on stag do's, and it used to be, you'd want to get that, uh, that 10, 11 o'clock flight back on a Sunday night. Yeah. But as you get older, people start saying, they got, they got a 10 o'clock flight back. <laughs> Is there a 10 a.m. flight yeah, back yeah, yeah, yeah. or no gym, flight yeah. Saturday? No, yeah. Is yeah, there yeah. A, is there an early one back yeah. Sunday? Lunch, lunch time Sunday. Go home best. for me dinner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just what happens. You start to go home early. Do you know what you don't want to happen though? It was when you're on a stag do and they get get you on the flight, which is already an hour late, and they went, "Oh, we've got to sit on the tarmac for an hour," and then you sit uh, on the tarmac for an hour next to a bloke with awful breath. Um, uh, and it turns wow. out it was just me against the window. <laughs> um, and then as you fly in the air, they go, "Oh yeah, Gatwick shot." So we're just going to fly around the air for an hour. Uh, I'm like, "Oh, brilliant!" And oh, then the no. trains were delayed. But apart from that, I don't feel sorry for you. Um, LloydGriffith.com I don't feel sorry for you uh, are you still dreadful at golf? Um, I'm, I, I'm getting better yeah my handicap's getting better um, still going out there as, as often as I can really but um... Lloyd is like Lloyd gets sent loads of free golf stuff like wow. absolutely loads of wow. he's the worst <clears throat> sponsored player it, that world has ever seen really terrible yeah. terrible golfer gets all the free stuff in the world yeah unbelievable and as you can tell Charlie's really happy about it he's made me give up golf the last person I played golf with was Lloyd and did you win? Yes, of course. And did, no, he you is didn't. A terrible, terrible golfer. Look <laughs> out three people's eyes. Loads of, <laughs> he loads of free stuff. Um, where did we play? Played at that nice place in Barnet. We saw Trevor. No, we followed Andy Cole round. Oh, we did follow yeah, Andy yeah, Cole yeah, round. Follow Andy Cole. Right. Right. Oh yeah, me, yeah, you, yeah. and Tom Rosen. So anyway, yeah. yeah so nice. the tour, anyway. one ton of fun. <laughs> they the new yeah. Tarby Ronnie Corbett. <laughs> that circuit pro pro celebrity golf is back with a new with some new golfers. It's fantastic. Um, now I, I, we know you as a goalkeeper, of course. You yes, proved that on Soccer AM for many years. But I didn't know you did impressions of goalkeepers. Yeah. 
Often when you're he's, playing, Charlie he's like a, a John Virgo. He's like, he's like, like John playing. Virgo of goalkeepers. He's like, a, he, he'll, he'll like, he'll like do a little look and like, oh, no, oh, it's a big kick out. Oh, it's not a big kick out. Oh, it's like a clown playing. Like, oh, okay. Expect him to get in his car and the doors fall off. Is that is that fair? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I played football with the Talksport a lot. Was it two weeks ago? And mm. they all played. No disrespect to them all behind the glass here. Like there are scouts watching. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah, take it too good. seriously. Like, very I'm, good. Like, you you're in a full, full talkie kit, kit full mate, go, yeah. with blacked out um, copper. Thanks, Toots Boots. And I just thought this, honestly, pathetic worms. Like trying <laughs> to, the, we put you on the other side. You put me on the other side, and I was like, look, I'm just going to have a little bit of fun with it. Mm, you know yeah, I mean, hoping yeah. that maybe you know the soccer aid scouts were there, thinking we need a clown who's quite good. You know? <laughs> so I was, I was, yeah. But it was, um, I scored a couple. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Lloyd's best thing in there. goal, in mm. five a side goal, is his massive shins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> massive got, shins. I've, well, it's more that the it's more the calves. To be fair, right? <laughs> the shins. <laughs> Who has massive got, shins? No, but if I, I'll get it out Lloyd, now. take but, a photo of Lloyd's shins. <laughs> wow, they are. They're quite <laughs> big, aren't they? Have you had implants? <laughs> <laughs> have, you had, have you had calf implants? Yeah, yeah, I saw Kim Kardashian. <laughs> 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 Again, I, was in, I was in Porto this weekend, and then we made some, hey, look, Lloyd, does your calves in the window? So those thing, things of hams, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serrano. Serrano hams. LloydGriffith.com. How Grimsby doing before we play we are the best promoted side in the football league which mm-hmm. is, a, is a stat yeah. so uh, we do, we're doing alright I think we're 10th at the moment we've got wow. Barrow tonight so uh, a lot of people going over to Barrow tonight um, I won't be I'll be uh, watching it at home, will I? If I can do. Um, is he on Sky? No, it it'll be on uh, like uh, uh, the, the the thing that you can get. Mariners TV, I think it's oh, called. Okay, so, okay, uh, right. He's not the backup. But yeah, we're doing all right. Um, we signed uh, quite a few players end of last season, and uh, I think we're looking no forward to the transfer window. But yeah, no, it's lower great. League, being lower in. league rubbish. No one cares, right? Shall we play? We're going to play gonna, celebrity yeah, celebrity combination. Oh, really we're going to play now. Let's, coming on let's, yeah, let's, let's have the intro, shall <laughs> we? Oh, Celebrity Combination Lock with your hosts Paul Hawksby and Lock Keeper Charlie Baker. Yeah, Celebrity uh, Combination Lock now, and don't knock the lock. Don't knock the lock. That what? What shouldn't you lock? Knock the not lock. lock. Shouldn't you? I, I'm, I couldn't even do that. What's right going on? Um, Who's played the game so far? You want Tommy Walsh? Tommy Walsh, yeah, one correct number one in the correct, correct place. Kel Spellman, Manchester City supporting cold feet actor. One, one correct, correct number, number in the correct place. Uh, rugby league uh, legend Martin Afire, one correct number. John Richardson, comedian yeah. Leeds yeah. fan. Zero correct numbers. Al Murray, the pub landlord. No correct numbers at all. Rob Orton, comedian poet, Leeds fan. What's it about Leeds fans? Three connect. Three correct numbers. Three numbers in the correct place. So Lloyd Griffith steps don't tell up him there. We, do we have to tell him those numbers? I don't think so. Do and we? there are four numbers. Um, yeah, on the we, lock. we can't give. So this relies on people having listened in the past. Yeah, well, can, can we, we give? I look I at the. Know, I look at the adjudicator. I mean, it's, it's we, work in progress. The whole thing. So Lloyd sounds the, like it. The four numbers that <laughs> Rob did last week. What do you think? Sure. Yeah, oh, they're in front of you. You've got a piece so, of paper. So, uh, Rob Orton gave us oh, 0336, and he had three correct numbers and three numbers in the correct place. So, I'm going to push you, Lloyd. Okay, so. Yeah, no looking at the numbers, other numbers, though, because I'm. You can work it out, I think. Going to go annoying. four. Four. Mm hmm. Four. Three, three, six. Four, three, three, six. Let's hear that in. Let's yeah, lock we that in. Have a, we have oh. a real lock. Here we go. Sorry. Three, 
So if Lloyd's right and it's open, this is the end of this bit. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> Is he don't right? Knock the lock for the listeners. The don't knock the lock. the lock. I'm pulling the lock. Oh. Oh. Unfortunately, it wasn't. Got So, if Lloyd had. I mean, I would have been so furious. Can we hear how many Lloyd got right? Yes. What well, is three in the correct place? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Three. Three, that's three. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was just looking at the numbers. Yeah, um, yeah. there we are. That's three. your go. You only ever get one go on that's Celebrity it. Combination Lock. Yeah. And that was it. And you did not win. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't. And what was what is the prize? There we are. Oh, well, we haven't really worked that, that, out, that out yet. Not get no. abused while you're trying to plug your tour. <laughs> yeah, what <No>. tour? <laughs> Look, there we are. My wife's just been in touch, oh, and she nice. said, <laughs> "Picture of the massive shins needed." Yes, we need. Ma- can we get? Can we, we do need? That? You should have called the your show "Massive Shins." Oh, is, is the one ton your shins? <laughs> um, okay, sorry. Also, my my mum's just text back going, "I'm listening," uh, which is um, not ideal. So oh, uh, the weather girls, how's that gone? That was not great. This is two tons of fun. Here we go. It's my birthday on Thursday as well, so I don't think I'm getting presents. Do you want the photos? Hold on. It's okay, we'll have a photo. We'll take a photograph yeah, yeah, of his yeah, massive yeah. calves, not shins, really. But they, we will put them up there on at TSH and J. Right, Lloyd, where can people get tickets? Uh, Ticketmaster.co.uk or LloydGriffith.com. Uh, so yeah, it's, I think it's, it's definitely the biggest tour I've done. Forty-five dates up and down the country, um, in some some the, the biggest rooms I've done. So uh, yeah. Grimsby has sadly already sold out. Oh, um, wow, wow, but uh, well, I think actually there's maybe a few tickets left on Ticketmaster. Before you go, yeah. can you just do your sellotape impression, please, Lloyd? There we, there we go. Oh, I bought you presents. I bought oh, you a present. Oh, okay. It's too late. We've got to go to the news. Is okay. it sellotape? No, we're we, we oh, good. Okay. Okay. Time waits. Just brought you a beer each. So, uh, oh, that's oh nice, okay. That's nice. Right? You've yeah. been sponsored yeah, by them, nice. are you? I actually am sponsored by Doc's yeah. Beers. Yeah, thanks very much. <laughs> thought I'd throw that in at the end. Can't do that. Um, then, not for that. I wouldn't open them for a few hours. Yeah, I, yeah. I came here on a line bike. Oh. Be like Formula One, wouldn't it, really? Okay, we will get pictures of the massive shins calves. Lloyd, good to see you. Thanks Thanks. for popping in. Weirdest one I've done. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Do do check it out and go and find Lloyd on uh, social media and all the... LloydGriffith.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, there we are. That was this afternoon's podcast. Um, Charlie, you'll be back on Thursday. See you then. We'll have a birthday spread, of course. Andy uh, will be back tomorrow as we... Talk a bit of Champions League and lots more besides. Do hope you can join us, if not podcast, available around four o'clock. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company. They offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com.